Hello everybody, welcome back to the Nick Asylum Podcast. Today is kind of a heavier episode, so I just felt like I needed to get this off my chest and pretty much be able to move on with life, you know, especially after everything that's been going on. So, my friend, who I consider a brother, his killer was caught. A couple days ago. And knowing the little bit more of the story. I I just don't know how to feel about it. You know. Because. Let me start from the beginning. About Namir and I. How we first met. Leading up to his death. And then the situation after that. So y'all understand what I'm talking about. So. When I was in 4th grade, I was 10 years old at the time, because I got held back a grade. There was a guy in my class, his name was Namir Rashad Davis. And at first we didn't, like, get along. And one morning I remember opening my top drawer and pulling out a red bandana. I thought it was cool, and I wrapped it around my leg to cover it up so nobody would see it. I was walking in class, and it accidentally slid down and covered the front of my shoe, and Namir noticed it. And he was like, oh, so you a blood, huh? Well, I'm a crip. And, you know, at the time, we didn't really know anything about gangs. You know, he was like, we can fight about it. I said, shit, let's go in the bathroom. And I remember we duped it out in the bathroom, and we dapped it up and showed nothing but love after that. And he showed me all these different gang signs, which, you know, they were cool-looking, like, the things you could do with your hands is cool, but at the same time, it's not cool. Game banging is not cool. Especially me being white, I definitely cannot be a blood, and especially me not growing up in that environment either, or ever, you know, been initiated or anything like that. I just can't do that. That's false claiming. But I was a 10-year-old kid. What did you expect? You know? But me and him, we got really close. And he had these Jordans on. I remember, I think they were like Jordan 6. But they look like, I tried to look them up on Google, but they don't have the exact color pattern that him or I had. So it looked like a Jordan 6, but it was solid black. And, you know, they had like a little bit of an arch on the side. It was solid yellow. So like the thing going up and then going down, kind of like a mountain where you're drawing a line, and then you go up, and you go straight down. That's what it looked like on the shoe, and that part was yellow. Well, I bought some that were exact same, and they were blue instead of yellow. And I remember he wanted them so badly, and I laughed about it. And we just, I never gave him the shoes, honestly. I never gave him mine. I mean, I would have traded them, but my mom would have been real pissed off if I did because she spent a lump sum of money on those bad boys. But him and I, we used to listen to a lot of rap music together. I was introduced to rap in second grade, so I was already listening to like 50 Cent and all that. So here I am in fourth grade. You know, this is 2006. We're listening to like T.I., Young Dro's, Shoulder Lean, Wipe Me Down. You know, Soldier Boy Cranked That was about to get popular. We were doing a dance to that, too, and that was, like, 2007, so, you know, we ended up in fifth grade together as well, so 
Soldier Boy came out and with his song Crank That, and we were listening to that. So Namir and I were friends. Like I considered him like a brother, and not one time did we ever think like, oh, you know, I shouldn't hang out with him because he's black. I need to hang out with him to try to fit in or oh I shouldn't hang out with him because he's white or I should hang out with him just to fit in no it's not the case at all we were just kids man and I remember we were able to bring our parents to school and we were sitting in the cafeteria Namir's little brother you know I remember he had like a, a cornrows but it didn't connect at the bottom they were just separate and they had like little beads I think his name was uh I want to say Brandon, but I could be wrong. Can't remember exactly what his name was. But his mom was there, too. She looked fairly young. She was actually a pretty good-looking woman, honestly. But I just, I enjoyed them. And, you know, I talked to his mom. I talked to his brother. And I, you know, was super close with Namir. Well, once we got to middle school, we really didn't have classes together anymore. Because my middle school, the way it's set up... The sixth grade hall, you have your four teachers in the first block. You walk down the second, like you walk down. Okay, so it's one long hallway for sixth graders, seventh graders, and eighth graders. It's one long hallway. But there's a part in in between these hallways where there's a big gap. Because you'll start off, you're walking, and there's a big bathroom right there off to the right. You keep walking, it gets narrow, and there's lockers, and then it opens up, and you know, there's a pillar that's holding up the building, but there's two classes off to your left, and then you turn your head, there's two classes to the right, you walk down again, same thing, walk down a little further, same thing, and then you're at the end of the hallway, and then you can go down the stairwell right there, so we never had the same teachers, we were never in the same block. So I don't know if he was in the second block or third block. We didn't have electives together either. Because if you were in a certain block and your homies were in another, you'd never see him. Unless if you guys had electives. See, like me and my boy Brent, he was at the block. He was in the third block. So he had the four teachers at the end of the hallway. I had the four teachers in the beginning of the hallway. And then I started getting behind, so I had two, you know, special teachers that helped me, and their rooms were upstairs, so I definitely didn't get to see my boy Brent or anything like that, and we didn't have electives as well, so, yeah, it's crazy. So me and Namir, we kind of, like, drifted apart, and he used to live in front of our elementary school, Swift Creek. Well, I remember when I was 16, I finally came and picked him up, I picked him and a homie up, and we went to this place called Jernikins. It's a little store out in the middle of nowhere. And I remember walking in the store, and Amir came in there. Nick, Nick, your car alarm's going off. I was like, the fuck? Somebody trying to rob my car? Like, carjack me or something? Not rob my car. Like, what? Put your fucking tires up, car. I'm sorry. I don't have no gas. I don't know. That was dumb. You know, I was thinking maybe somebody trying to carjack me. But, you know, it was just me accidentally hitting the panic button by accident and so I turned it off and you know we went inside and we walked around and it was just I don't know we just walked around and I didn't really hang out with them after that it was a reason why I dropped them back off at his house I guess they were gonna go smoke and you know chill or whatever but he dapped me up again I always remember he had the softest fucking hands for a man 
I was like, bro, why is your hands so damn soft? He was like, oh, lotion. To this day, like, I don't really work out or anything like that. I put lotion on my hands. My hands are pretty soft. But even when I put lotion on my hands and I touch them together or let somebody else touch them, they're not as soft as his. He just had, like, the softest hands in the world. I don't get it. I have no idea what the hell kind of genetics he had in those hands. But they were definitely soft. And so... I remember talking to him, telling him how, you know, I miss you and I wish you nothing but the best, stuff like that. And he was like looking at me like, the fuck? And I was like, nah, I'm just fucking with you. I hope that, you know, what the fuck did I actually say to him? Something about, it's good to see you again, man. I hope I get to see you another time and I love you and stay safe. Kind of like the way I said it. And he said, you too. You know, he had this big smile on his face, and I remember he had this mole. Never forget it. It looked like a, <laughs> it looked like a marker. You know how some people they have moles that sit on the top of the skin. His never did. His looked like somebody took a marker, and just touched the end of his nose with it. <laughs> I always teased him about it, but he, he had perfect pearly white teeth though. I give him that, and soft ass hands. He was a good looking dude. He was a nice kid. You know, he was always a small guy, though. He always had, like, a small frame, even when he became an adult. And I look back at the pictures, you know, years later, you know, leading up to his death. He was just a skinny dude, and he was pretty damn short. I thought he was going to outgrow that, but obviously he didn't. And, yeah, he he still had the humor, though. So, yeah, I haven't seen him in years after that, well, he started hanging out with a guy named Sneak the Piper. That's his rap name. His real name is Aaron Shanakira, but he calls himself Aaron Robinson. So I met Aaron in a basketball league that I was playing in. You know, if you went to Red Oak or any of those schools around there, you would go into the basketball league. And they actually use real college teams. Like, you literally were in a college team, and then Thursdays and Fridays... Or even Wednesdays, you know, people would go after school or after whatever they had going on and go practice, right? Because we would have our games on Saturday. And so we had this cool-looking schedule where it was like, all right, you had in the box, you could put W or L for if you won that game or loss. And it tells you there's small four small boxes. And it goes all the way down. So it's in this small box, it says Wake Forest versus NC State. Underneath it, Tar Heels versus, you know, Pirates, Hoagies versus Yellow Jackets. And then there's a little part in the middle where you could just put the L or the W for just you and your team. But you also got to see who the other teams were playing against, which I thought was dope. Well, I met Aaron Shanakira my last year playing as the Demon Deacons, and there's actually a photo of him and I. You know, I don't know if it was practice or during a game, and our coach had us huddle up talking. And so there's quite a few pictures of us, you know, during the game, but we never took one together. He had the same hairdo as Namir's brother, where it was like cornrows, but instead of like connecting at the bottom, they're like little separate ones, and they had beads on them, and I remember it. Saw him a couple years later. He got into the rap scene. And 
I always asked my buddy Mike, I was like, bro, how's this dude like getting physical copies created? How is he getting these videos shot and all that stuff? Like he was really doing good for himself and he was going like to LA and getting like chains that were made by very famous people. Like he wasn't going to no like regular dude in our hometown. He was going to LA and going to people that like big time rappers go to for their chains. You know, he was dropping a lot of money. He was talking about buying a home for his mom. Mike said it wasn't rap money. It was uh, street money is what I'm going to say. Even though he's like long gone and passed away, I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, he was, you know, selling this. He he looked, he had street money, okay? That's all I'm going to say about it. So before that, you know, he was just a normal kid and he started rapping and got into it and he was into the drill music. And I remember they were hanging out a lot. Namir was a part of them. See, Sneak hung out with guys that were, I don't know if they were actually about that life. But for the most part, it seemed like they were, you know. He also had a song with Stunna for Vegas. And if y'all know who he is, he's an artist from North Carolina as well. And he's actually known to be like the baby's right hand man or something like that, or he's done like a song or two with the baby. So, yeah, he's pretty known. But I was proud of Sneak. I was happy to see he was doing something good for himself, and having Nymir tag along with him was good. And you know, I go back and watch, you know, Sneak's music video one where they're like at a house. Doing a music video and then Namir comes and like knocks on the door, rings the doorbell like a like a Karen. <laughs> and you see Aaron and the boys walk up and Namir's little short ass standing at the door. He's like, I told y'all to turn that shit down. He like pushes his glasses up and it reminded me of like back in the days, like, man, this motherfucker didn't change much. Like, man, he's still the same old fucking Namir. God, it made me laugh, too. It was just like, damn, I love this dude. Fucking crazy. And they grabbed him by the shirt and dragged him in. He was the camera guy. They called him Kid. That was his other name. You know, instead of going by Namir, he went by Kid. And so he shot a lot of music videos. And he called himself Kid Visuals. Honestly, he could have turned into a business. You know, he could have become, like, his own Lyrical Lemonade. You know, Kid Visuals could have been his own Lyrical Lemonade, and he could have been his own Cole Bennett. You know what I'm saying? He was shooting not only videos for Sneak, he was shooting videos for other people as well. Why going to college? And so, I remember just seeing how good they were doing, and I was just happy for them. I was happy... You know, that they were all doing well. Sneak was making waves as an artist. Honestly, I think he'd been a lot bigger right now if he was alive. And I'll tell you guys the story that I was told how he passed, but I'm not going to sit there and say it's true because it's only speculating. Same thing with Namir's. Nobody knew the truth for a while. So it was just good to see. Well, September 1st, 2019 came around, and I heard news that Namir had been murdered. 
at first they didn't say who it was, but then eventually news got out on the Rocky Mount Telegram that it was Namir Davis. And I'm like, no fucking way. I saw all the people on my Facebook posting about it. So this is the story I was told. Okay. So Namir was hanging out with Sneak. And they were at a club. There's a video of them at the club, a local club. And supposedly some guys saw that, you know, Sneak had a nice chain on because he did have a real chain. And so they followed him back to this apartment complex. It's kind of in the rough town of Rocky Mount. Like, it's near downtown, but it's not in the hood hood, if you know what I'm saying. Like, you have roads that are, like, really the hood, like Stalin Way, which is no longer a thing because the flood took them out. All those houses are closed up. Uh, South Rot, Hill Street, you know, Holly Street, Long Ave, Little Riley. There's actually a song called Murder Mountain. The guy names like every street in the hood. My boys live near the hood. They could say that, oh, we, you know, we don't live in the hood. Yes, you do. You live in the, you live on the outskirts of the hood, bro. Your trailer park is literally a hood by itself. I mean, bro, you literally have a fucking tunnel. You go through a tunnel and there's a burned down gas station right there. I swear to God, the moment you go through the tunnel, you would swear up and down that you were in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> that's how fucking bad it is and the deeper you get into the mount the worse it gets my buddy michael's granddaddy owns a shop in the hood but it wasn't the hood when his granddaddy opened the shop but he's still getting a lot of business there so he's like fuck it i'm gonna keep it there so yeah it's crazy but namir was murdered and they're saying that they were going to that apartment complex and somebody did a drive-by and was trying to kill Sneak. But instead, they killed Nymir. And I just didn't understand, like, who would want to kill Nymir? But then when people were saying, yo, Sneak was the primary target and Nymir wasn't, it was just like, bro, they killed my boy accidentally. Well, I read something two days ago. And... There's this guy that just got arrested for his murder. It's been three long years. I'm going to say the motherfucker's name because I don't care. His name is Rashad L. Grant. Personally, I've never met him a day in my life. Don't care to. But he took a shotgun and shot Nightmare in the right side of the face. Killing him. Here's the thing I don't understand. How did Nymir not notice this man toting a shotgun? Like, it's really hard. And my buddy Brandon was like, well, it could have been a semi-automatic. I'm like, bro, there's no shotgun out there that is like that. I don't think he said semi-automatic. I think he said something else. He said something, and I was like, I forgot what he said. But I was like, dude, I don't know any shotgun out there that's small enough for you to towed around not that I'm aware of I mean I'm about to look that up because I don't really know any shotguns because I've been around shotguns 12 gauge 20 gauge 410 stuff like that I've been around those types of guns so how did he you know how did he able to carry it like 
they didn't say that they were inside a house. Because if they were inside a house, I'd understand, you know, Namir could have been sitting in the living room or standing in the bedroom or coming out of the bathroom and he could have got him right then and there. That's understandable. But if they're outside, how the fuck did Namir, nor the people around him, not notice? I mean, how the fuck did he even get that damn close to him is what I'm trying to, like, wrap my head around. If y'all know what I mean, it's just really fucking, I don't know. I'm trying to log in my Facebook. Oh, fuck. I don't even remember my Facebook login. I have no idea. I'm going to try to read off what... So, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, how the fuck did this man run up on my boy with a shotgun without Namir noticing? You know, because Namir dodged my right hand. He didn't see that shit coming in the bathroom, and he ducked it just in time. My fist is faster than that shotgun is. You got to think, he's got to pull that shit out of his pants. He's got to... Or even if it's already clocked, he's still got to pull it out and then lift it up and aim. And with a shotgun, you can, like, touch the barrel because it's so long. It's not like a pistol where it's like you can pull it out real quickly and they can't touch it because of how little the gun is, you know? A shotgun, you literally have to hold that bitch with two hands and shoot it. And I'm surprised it didn't, like, break that motherfucker's hand or anything by the recoil. But it's like, what made you kill Namir? Like gang affiliated were you trying to get initiated in the gang were you mad at him about something he did like what made you feel like you needed to kill him i bet you y'all could have sat down and talked about whatever it was and had it squashed immediately my thing is i'm not trying to test anybody's uh gangster or anything but where was all these people that throwing up guns and shit saying they about that life in these music videos when Namir got murdered. Because Sneak said he was there. And I'm like bro. Where the fuck. Why didn't you have real shooters around you. You talking about how you have motherfuckers around you. That are about that life. Where the fuck were they at. You know what I'm saying. Like bro. How the fuck was this man able to shoot him in the face. And then. Get away with it for three years. Like you shoot somebody in the face with a shotgun. And go taking off running. And get in the car and leave. Or whatever the fucking. However, he had to leave. There's no way that motherfucker shot him in the face and just like, all right, I live here. Let me just go back to my house. Motherfucker was on the run for three years. So, yeah, Fighting Crime is a Facebook page. They always keep up on crime that happens in the city. They're always on the ball, man. They know more about everything than anybody does. I think it's read by somebody who's in the police force in the area. Or something like that, because they're definitely on the ball. I'm trying to find where Sneak wrote that shit. What else was I looking up? Oh yeah, shotguns as well. So back to uh, Sneak, before we get into shotguns. I can't find it. It won't let me go back. Facebook's only let me go back a certain distance. But pretty much he was saying that, you know... Namir died in his arms and I can't really find it I really wanted to read it off because it was really flipping sad honestly it was really really fucking sad it just blows my mind and so I don't know exactly what happened between Namir and that dude like I said speculations 
I think the only people that would know was Sneak and other people that were there that night, you know, and the dude who shot him, which I'm definitely not going to be able to sit down with Rashad Grant, who has life in prison, and be like, hey, let's do an interview. Even if I did do an interview with him and was unbiased, he would still lie to me to try to make himself look like innocent in a way. But also, I don't want to sit down with somebody who killed somebody I was close to. You know, I ain't on that type of forgiveness. But I think Sneak ended up passing away um, November 29th, 2020, I want to say. Which blows my mind because uh, November 29th, 2021, my brother Tyler died in a car accident as well. But Tyler's, we don't know exactly what happened. We just been speculating. So, yeah, November 29th, 2020, which blows my mind because on that same day a year later, my brother Tyler would die in a car accident as well. And so what actually happened to Aaron, this is what I heard. But this is exactly what happened is what I'm about to read off. But I'm going to tell you guys what I heard first before I read off what this lady put on his page. And so somebody was telling me he was hit by a drunk driver. I think I saw it on a video on YouTube and dude was talking about it. Another source said it was because he had a flat tire from doing all the burnouts in his music video because he left somebody's house after shooting a music video and he had somebody in the passenger seat with him, which I think that individual, he's still alive and he recovered fully, thank goodness. But I think only he pretty much knows and the guy who, you know, hit him. He was hit and killed by a drunk driver, which I know how that feels to be hit by a drunk driver. Because honestly, I was supposed to be dead by one too, but thank God for my dad snatching the wheel and just pretty much our door rubbing against his door instead of him hitting us head on. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely know that feeling. Some saying that he had a flat tire and so he was getting out and he was changing it or some shit and the dude just whack smashed him against his car. I was like, I hope that's not the case. I hope he wasn't sitting there changing his tire and the dude just smashed the front of his car into the side of Sneak's car with Sneak's body in between both cars. I hope not, but at the same time, I don't know if that's true. Some people say he was driving and a you know, drunk driver hit him. I don't know, but this uh, individual, I'm not going to say her name unless if she wants me to, but she posted this the day that my brother Tyler died, which is November 29th, 2021. She put, on this day a year ago, okay, so they died on the same day. That's fucked. She put hashtag justice for Sneak the Piper. So I'm like, oh, that must have mean like somebody did something to him. Because nobody just screams like justice. Like if you were drunk and you killed yourself behind the wheel or you took your own life or, you know, you died from a natural cause or something, you wouldn't put justice for this individual, right? So it like caught my attention immediately. It was like justice for Sneak the Piper. On this day a year ago, my nephew was hit and killed by a drunk driver, Calvin Lee Horn, 
H O R N E, I think. I horn, whatever. Also known as L. Shapo Horn. Oh Lord. Of Wilson. What is he? Fucking cartel leader of fucking Wilson? Come on now. Get the fuck out of here. He has no remorse for his actions. He stood in the presence of Sneak's mom at one of the scheduled court dates and said, and she quoted exactly what he said, it ain't that big of a deal. What? Are you a fucking moron? It ain't that big of a deal. You killed somebody, bro. What do you mean it's not that big of a deal? Why were you even drinking and behind the wheel in the first place? It's not that big of a deal. Are you stupid? People lose their lives to drinking and driving all the time. People get DUIs. You know how bad a fucking DUI is. If you even get caught drinking and driving, that's pretty much your ass. Like, it's really hard to recover from DUIs. Like, especially if you get snatched up by somebody who actually cares. Yeah. When I mean care, because there's some police officers that don't give a fuck. But, yeah, if you get caught by the wrong officer, especially up here where I live at, where cops really take their job seriously. Oh, shit. (laughs) This motherfucker would have been in some deep shit. She put, you are the reason this mom. Oh, his mom. His daughters. His family. And so many that loved and care about him will never see him again. And this is what you say? He has not spent one, not one night in jail and continues to accumulate charges. If you all loved and cared about or dealt with my nephew in any way, we need your support. Like and share, like and share, like and share. We love you, Sneak, with Aaron Shanakira or Aaron Robinson. Wow. Uh, I just don't. I don't know. I just. I don't know. Don't know what to really say about that. I'm really confused. Is his baby mama this girl from the Bahamas? Because she. Put stop posting Laylee and Airy Daddy, Aaron Shanakira, and y'all's caption claiming you got those who he loved for life, but haven't done shit for his daughters. For real, I'm going to start calling y'all out now. Stop using him for clout if you're not stepping behind what he loves for real. This is my first and last time saying this. This is the problem about blowing up. Motherfuckers, they claim that they're riding with you. But they not. I knew a guy, you know, like I told you guys, Robbie. We've known each other since we were kids. And we were, like, super close. And we were inseparable for a long time. But now we're not friends anymore. You know, there's snakes in the fucking grass. Like, let me be honest. I wasn't perfect in me and Robbie's friendship. But damn, at least I fucking tried, you know. And I admitted to my flaws, you know. But it is what it is. Not everybody's meant to be in your life. So she also put... Aaron Robinson really left me with the best family to raise. Ari, A-R-I, I don't know how to pronounce it, Ari, Ira, I don't know. With, I love them so much from his mother to his aunties and their names. His brother, both of them. Y'all will never understand how much I appreciate and love y'all. Always there for our 
Tweety Pie, thank you for all of this Thanksgiving. Okay, so this has to be the mother of his kids. I, I, I looking at her. This has to be. She's not a bad looking woman. Definitely does not look like she's from the Caribbean. So, yeah, she's a good looking woman. Give her that. Give her that. And it looks like she just got in a car accident an hour ago. Good God, am I? What kind of car are you driving? Sheesh. God darn. The fuck happened with her? Hold on, let me read what happened to her. Damn, Aaron. The mother of my... <laughs> oh, God's looking over them, bro. God, that's some shit. Oh, my God, bro. Alright, so what is this? All I can say is thank God for my son and our grandson wrapped in his arms last night while on his way back to Fayetteville from picking up in the truck swerved into Kevin's lane. He swerved to avoid a collision and his tires struck a barrier on the side of 95. His truck flipped three to four times. They both walked away from the accident unharmed. Homeboy only has a scratch on his arm. I've been a total wreck ever since I got that call because I was in a whole other state and couldn't be there to hug them both. Okay, so she wasn't in the wreck. Okay, these guys she knows hugged them both. And in my mind, I kept imagining how tragic it could have been. I can't wait to get back to Fayetteville so I could just squeeze them both. Oh, God, fuck Fayetteville. I'm just being honest. Fayetteville is rough. Wouldn't catch me there. Is that where she lives? Nah, she lives in Raleigh. Good for you. Live in Raleigh. Fuck Fayetteville. <laughs> so I guess Aaron is the father of her kids. That's that's pretty cool. Okay, so yeah, that that just sucks, man. It it sucks that Namir got shot in the face and fucking Sneak got killed by a drunk driver. Ain't that some fucked up shit? My God, darn, man. And it's not even far apart. One was September 1st, 2019. The other one was November 29th, 2020. And it just sucks because Aaron said something about Namir on this photo, like, saved me a spot. And it made me, like, feel a little uneasy, you know, because it just, it was weird timing is what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to really say. The timing was weird. I'm trying to exit the... Exit out, motherfucker. Bro, I don't care about all these... Oh, my God. Yeah. It won't let me close out the fucking photos. Oh. Bitch. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, Alright. So, what he said to... um. Namir, which it was a picture of both of them together, which I wonder how they even met is what I'm trying to figure out. I know we all went to school together, but how did, how did we actually meet is what I'm trying to figure out. So, yeah, it's crazy. Shout out to Sneak's family. Shout out to Namir's family. I hate that they all have to go through this. I don't know what LFB means. I don't know what that means, but okay. Is something to do with them? I, I don't know. I really don't know. Sorry, I'm scrolling down because there's a uh, there's a lot. Uh, happy. All right, this is what he said, April thirteenth, twenty twenty, to Namir. 
Happy heavily birthday, bro. One thing I've learned from you is whether the situation's good or bad, always keep your head up, and I'm going to carry that with me for life. Love you, bros. Save me a spot and continue to watch over your family. They need you the most. Damn. Save them a spot. See, Namir's Facebook page ain't done nothing with it. It's like 144 friends. He ain't got no backdrop. He's got a photo from like, what, 2012? Jesus Christ. And then he's got, you know, a video about the way way he gets hit in the face by LeBron after game four finals. And that was like June 17th, 2014. His last post. So, yeah, he definitely. Nobody's writing on his Facebook page, like RIP or anything. Weird. Okay. That's a little weird. It says Tiny leaves TI, so he leaks their sex tape. Oh, that's weird. That's a little weird, but okay. And that's pretty much the story of Namir and Sneak. So, yeah. I'm sorry, I kind of drug it out, but that's the story I've known from both of them. Rest in peace to both of them. Um, Namir didn't have any kids, but Aaron did, so I hope, you know, his kids are taken care of. I hate when motherfuckers say, oh, we're gonna take care of them, we're gonna be there for them, you know. Nah, motherfuckers are full of cap. So, you know, it is what it is, and that's just life. I love you guys. Y'all stay safe. Um, it's a crazy world out there. You know, hold your loved ones a little bit tighter. You know, that person that you haven't hit up in a while, hit them up. Let them know that you're thinking about them. I love you guys, and I'm out. Peace.